Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Becca Bowen. We'll uh, um, talk with Becca about her career, music, and anything she's working on that uh, uh, she can talk about. Uh, and this is going to be fun. And and fair warning, folks, she's a southern girl, and I'm a southern guy. So when you get uh, two southerners uh, um, together talking... There's literally no, no, uh, uh, um, there's no telling where this, this, uh, conversation is going to go today. So, um, with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome, um, um, the lovely Miss, uh, um, Becca Bowen to the show. Hey, Becca, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to be on the show today. Well, um, thank you for doing this. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I was so excited when you reached out, so I look forward to speaking with you today. Absolutely. And 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 and, and just like I said in the intro, when you get two southerners together, there's no telling where this could go. There's no telling where this conversation may go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh so let's uh uh um let's just kind of kind of I dive into this. Uh, uh, I always like to start out uh, every interview with with uh, uh, um, the same couple of questions. Uh, I'm just kind of tell the listeners uh, how you got into uh, music in the first place. Okay, well, you know, I started singing when I was like five years old uh, in our little southern church, and uh, um, I got hooked up with a group called the Crusaders. It was a gospel group. And literally at five years old, I started traveling and singing with them a few songs at their concerts, and that kind of just directed me right into the path of where I am now. Um, I just absolutely loved singing as a child, and, you know, my love for singing just stayed with me, and I never gave up on my dreams, and I'm like, I'm still singing today. So um, I think most of my influence came from you know, being in church, singing with the children's choir. And then also um, my mother's side of the family, her uh, uncles, all of them played uh, instruments and sang. And so on the weekends I would go spend a lot of time with them. And I remember sitting in the kitchen with my grandfather and he would play the guitar while he cooked dinner and he would play all that old country music for me. And, you know, that's where my love for country music came from. So, um Definitely, he had a lot to do with me, uh, the influence of me singing. Awesome. Uh, and uh, uh, I've never told anybody this uh, before, but but I'm a huge, huge music fan myself, obviously. Uh, and and nobody in my family, at least not not back for probably probably a generation or two, maybe three. Um um. Um, nobody plays any musical instruments. And, oh, really? And I play the guitar, and I and I play the drums in high school. Oh well, that's wonderful. 
So you just picked up that on your own. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I remember when I was in fifth grade, uh, our uh, our our junior high band started in fifth grade, and when I was in fifth grade, uh, well, uh, my first instrument um, in the band uh, was the trumpet, which I was terrible at. <laughs> but anyway, oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I was I was totally terrible at the trumpet. But uh, uh, when when they brought out that trumpet, uh, uh, people were like, "Dude, your eyes lit up!" So, and I've been I've been uh, making music pretty much ever since. Well, that is a wonderful story. Um, you know what's funny is, as like a child, uh, my mom actually set up a little sound system in our garage, and you know I would go out there and practice all the time and. I, mean, I was just this little squirt. I really was <laughs> out there practicing this music, and you know, and I, I had such big dreams. And I, I've always been a dreamer, and that has just never left me. I really have. I've always just been a dream chaser, is what I call it. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I'll say this when we start to wrap up the interview here, here, here in about thirty minutes. But uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you. I don't care what it is. Um, don't ever hesitate to reach out, okay? Well, you are so sweet. Thank you, and I definitely appreciate that. And the same goes for you. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, um, I know, I know, we were talking a little bit off air, and 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 you're originally from from South Carolina, but uh, 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 living in Nashville now. Uh, well, I still go back and forth. You know, my family right. resides in South right. Carolina, so I'm pretty much, uh, you know, I, I'm on the road a lot. I'll say that because I love my hometown. You know, I love my hometown, so I'm here a lot. Mm. I'm actually in South Carolina right now, but I go back mm, okay. and forth to Tennessee because, you know, that's where all the magic happens, you know, for us singers that love to sing country. We, you know, we write, we co-write. We work Absolutely. in the studio there. That's where all the magic happens, I say. <laughs> you know, and fun fact, uh, I actually live about uh, two and a half hours west of Nashville myself. So, Oh, do you? So you are close. Uh, so, Nashville, <laughs> uh, so Nashville is like my absolute favorite city in this world. Uh, I totally love it. Uh, pretty much every chance I go, uh, or every chance I get, I'm there pretty much every every time, you know. I tell you what, like Nashville, there is just something special about Nashville. And I keep saying, like, man, Nashville kind of has, it has my heart now. It really does because mm-hmm. um, there's so many just wonderful and talented people. And just even going down Broadway or in Franklin or anywhere, uh, you can just hear people singing and they're just, just amazing talent. And uh, it gets a hold of you because you don't really experience that anywhere else except for Nashville. And right. I, I just absolutely have fallen in love with Nashville. I really have. Oh, um, I remember uh, uh, the first time I was in Nashville. This was probably about 25 or so years ago. And I'm aging myself at this point. <laughs> but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember uh, I was on Broadway which is great. Broadway is awesome. Uh, and, and I said, I said the first time I stepped on Broadway, I said, "Yep, we'll be seeing a lot of each other in the future, Nashville. I guarantee you that." And I haven't stopped going. And you're right. <laughs> that's that's the same thing that happened to me. 
it gets a hold of you. Absolutely. Uh, so I did. Uh, I did want to ask you. Uh, uh, um, and I ask this to pretty much every every artist I interview, but uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career to this point, would you? And uh, what would it be? You know, actually, I would not change a thing uh, because I have grown so much as an artist over the years. Um, you know, I sang gospel, and then I sang Broadway, and I sang country, and, you know, I had a lot of experiences as a young child, um, and all those experiences just developed the artist that I am now. So even with some of the bad and hard times, like hard experiences I had in the music industry, it, it shaped me into the artist I am, so I would not go back and change a thing. Awesome. Uh, and something I'm curious about that that you 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 uh, sort of mentioned on your website, but uh, where did this nickname Country Barbie come from? Well, as a child, um, I was such a tomboy. Oh my gosh! Like I, Lord have mercy. I'm just telling you, I usually was wearing overalls out in the yard, making mud pies, fishing with my grandfather. Um, and so as a young child, my mom put me in pageants because I was very shy. Believe it or not, I was so shy that I would, like, hide behind her legs. Anybody would come up and try to talk to me. So she's like, I'm going to put you in pageants to try to, you know, help you with some self-esteem and some confidence. You can just talk to people and, you know, to uh, be able to sing and use my talent as well in the talent competitions. And so I would be doing pageants one day, and then I would be hanging out with my grandfather the next day, fishing in the pond, you know, catching big old catfish. <laughs> and uh, it was just, it was, you know, so much fun. But I ended up, you know, developing this nickname. People started calling me Country Barbie. Like, look at that. She's a Country Barbie. She's always dirty, but she's always, she can dress up. You know, that's Country Barbie. Right. And so, right. you know, I just... Ended up getting that nickname, Country Barbie, you know. So uh, that's where it came from, you know. Always fishing in a pond or a lake or, you know, and then later on I started hunting with my brother. So that's when it really, yeah. that's when it really uh, took <laughs> when I started hunting and I was wearing camo and doing a pageant the next day, you know. It's just, it was, uh, people were like, what in the world? You know, my mom was like, well, you know, I tried, but her daddy won, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it. I you know, love it. I was a daddy's girl, right? <laughs> right. I understand. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, now, if you weren't in the music industry, what would you be doing right now if you weren't an artist? You know, I have been asked this before, and I will say this. If you can imagine yourself doing anything else other than singing or being in this industry – then it's not the industry for you. And I say that because I, I can't imagine doing anything else because I love to sing. Like, I, I love connecting with an audience, and, you know, I just cannot imagine doing anything else. If I said, you know, if for some reason I just absolutely had to do something else, you know, I would still be having two jobs. You know, I, you know I've always been a personal trainer, but I still 
I can't see myself doing anything other than just singing and being on stage. That's, that is what gives me life. So, you know, if I just absolutely, there was no way for me to sing ever again, you know, I would be working in a gym as a personal trainer because my thing is I feel like my purpose in life is to help other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, through personal training, I'm able to help others. Through my music, I'm also able to help people. I can touch them, you know, touch their hearts through my music and my lyrics. And, you know, you can really help someone through a song. And so if I was to do anything, it would have to be something that I could help others with because to me that's my purpose. I, I totally get it. And and we're cut from the same cloth, my friend. Uh, uh, I started this podcast um, – um, 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 ten years ago now, which is really crazy for me to say it's been ten years. But um, anyway, you know, I started this podcast as a way uh, to help help some a really incredibly talented people like yourself. Uh, Thank you. Uh, um, get to where they they uh, want to be in their careers because uh, because I feel like this podcast uh, if this thing is a stepping stone for an artist to that next interview or the next gig or the next whatever it may be, then my job is done, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you get a chance to tell your story and why you're a singer or, you know, what makes singing special to you or your music special and the reason you want to do it, if you're able to have a chance to tell your story, that's where you have helped artists completely because you're helping to get our stories out, and I think that is incredible. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that, and 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 one thing I've always promised uh, 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 myself is I don't care who you are. If if you've got us got uh, or if you're on this show, uh, you're uh, you have a, have a place where your uh, where your stories are 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 uh, respected and valued, you know. Yeah, and it's wonderful to be able to uh, express myself on this show, just like every other artist that has the opportunity to do that. It's a wonderful feeling, you know, letting someone into, you know, your life a little bit other than just your music and letting them know about yourself and what makes you you. And and I say this all the time, too. Um, I say... Uh, if I care about you and what you're doing, I'll be your your biggest cheerleader and your and your biggest champion. You know. And uh, that goes the same for me. For me, <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, okay. So, uh, um, um, another question I had for you is this: uh, uh, When everything's said and done with your career, and you've won. Uh, multiple CMAs, multiple Grammys, which is going to happen for you. Uh, uh, what is, <laughs> uh, 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 what impact or legacy would you like to leave in the industry? You know, I would love to leave a legacy of just kindness and love and uh, letting people know that you can 
be who you are, and that is fine. Like, I think in the industry at first, people didn't know how to take me because I was this country girl, and I was on this national TV show on the Outdoors Channel, you know, hunting. And then I also had just released my first song, and so I was this country girl, and I also was releasing country music. And people at first did not know how to take me. And my biggest message was, you know, just be who you are. If you want to hunt on the weekends and wear camo, that's fine. If you want to sing uh, the next day and wear rhinestones and, you know, have your hair and makeup done, it's fine. It's just do whatever makes you happy. And if I leave anything, a legacy, I just want the people to know just always be who you are. Always uh, do what makes you happy. And don't worry about uh, what others may think about you. You know, live your life with purpose and live it to help others. And, you know, make the best of every moment. So don't worry about what this one thinks of you or that one thinks of you. Just be you. And that is why I came out with that song, Just Be You. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but it talks about you know, you are beautiful. Just be who you are. Don't worry about trying to please other people. And if I could leave anything, that song right there, Just Be You, would be my legacy. That would be what I'd want to tell people. Uh, a, a, a random question, and this and this is, is neither here nor there, but but are we separated at birth? Because, because that's the same thing I'm – that's the same thing I try to uh-huh. preach. Well, that is a see, you know, sometimes God puts people together that have the same uh, purpose and desires. So that's probably why we're on a show together. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, are we separated at birth? Because it kind of feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> we could be. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, 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 and, um, you know, and the reason why I asked that question about uh, – uh, what's one thing that you want to be uh, pre- remembered for in this industry? Uh, as I said earlier, uh, I've been in I've been in this podcast industry almost ten years now. It'll be uh, uh, ten years in August, and uh, and I've sort of been thinking about uh, my own legacy in the podcast space, you know. Uh, and I think beyond anything um, that I do in this space, beyond Beyond my work or whatever, you know, uh, I think I just want to be uh, be known as just being a good dude. You know, me too. I just, uh, I think if I've learned anything in my lifetime just from my own experiences uh, and from my family and the things that they've went through, it's like I've realized that time really is short and you need to live it with a purpose, live it to the fullest because you don't know you know, when your last moment is. So I always try to just kind of take that into perspective as well. You know, how are these people going to remember me? Everything that I do, every song that I sing, I do that with that in the back of my head. What if this is the last thing I put out? What if this is the last song I put out? Or how are they going to remember me? And, uh, you know, that's how I pretty much guide my career that's that's how my career how i uh 
continue to feel like like every January, the new year, I will put out, and I'm going to do this every January. I put out a song that has a meaning and a message to it. You know, the first mm-hmm. one, the last January was Just For You. This January was um, Glitter, and that one was talking about the same thing, you know, um, the same kind of message about, you know, if you feel like you're not enough, you are worthy. And I just feel like ever so often in between these songs about heartbreak and love that I want to put out something with a message. And so it is uh, very uh, important to me to do that. Uh, I love songs with with a positive message like that. Like, And I'm showing my age here again, but... But uh, one of my absolute favorite songs in this world is Rob Thomas, uh, 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 Street Corner Symphony. I love that song so much. Oh, my God. I love Rob Thomas anyways. He's just wonderful. Seriously. I mean, he's 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 great. And, uh, either solo or, 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 or with, with a Matchbox 20, he was just great, just period. He was. He sang with, like, a lot of feeling, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, you could, you know, he, you could feel his lyrics. You mm-hmm. know, they really just jumped mm-hmm. out of the, the radio at you. So, yeah, yep. I know exactly what you're yep. talking about. Yep, absolutely. Uh, now, I've got a fun question for you um, to kind of break up the the whole whole a somber mood of this interview. Uh, 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 you're stranded on a, a a deserted island and can only take three things with you. What are you taking? Well, first and foremost, I'm definitely going to take my Bible because if I'm out there stranded alone, I do not want to feel alone. <laughs> so Fair point. I'm definitely going to have my Bible so I can uh, at least feel like I'm not alone and right. uh, can reflect on things. Secondly, this is so redneck of me, but if I am stranded, I'm going to have to take care of myself. So I'm probably going to bring a big old knife because <laughs> I'm going to have to take care of myself and have to. Uh, this is this is how I'm raised, you know. Uh, my daddy and my brother they taught me, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I know people wouldn't say they'd take a knife, but I would take a knife. So I got my Bible and my knife. And let's see. Thirdly, if I was alone, you know, if I had my druthers. If I could take my dog Peanut, I would take him. <laughs> but you said I had to be alone. So uh, let me see. Gosh, I would. I want to say a raft so I could get back off of the stranded island. <laughs> but that's fair. Uh, no, I. You know that would work, and then I wouldn't have to worry about being stranded. But, True. Um, you know, uh, but I would. Gosh, what else? I would take a. A book and a pen, so I could write all my thoughts down and still write music. That's what I do. Hmm. <laughs> I'm with you on the knife there. Uh, I take probably a Swiss Army knife because you you could literally build anything with a Swiss Army knife. Uh, yeah, I mean we uh, gotta take care of ourselves first. Like I don't want to be on a deserted island, you know, just sitting in the the elements. You can hang that up. Right, <laughs> right. right, and. And I used to be a Boy Scout, so I can pretty well take care of myself in the wilderness. 
you know, my brother, like I said, he taught me kind of how to survive in the woods, too, because you never, you know, we hunt and fish and all that, so you never know if something might happen. Right. So he's always taught me how to, um, and that's how I did so well in that show that I was on. You know, I was I was trained well for that. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, as the saying goes, I've trained my whole life for this. <laughs> I did. When they called and asked, when the Outdoors Channel called, I was like, this is my show. I've trained my whole life for this. And I actually ended up winning that show. So that goes to show you. <laughs> I always exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, okay. Um, a couple more questions for you, then I think we're going to uh, uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But uh, 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 what is the is the biggest lesson this industry has taught you? To have tough skin, and that is the truth. If you're going to be in the business, you know, you have to really stay positive. You kind of have to be your own hype person because just because somebody says no, that's just the way they perceive you. That doesn't mean the next person you see is going to say no. They may say yes. So I think it's taught me to have determination, a thick skin, and perseverance because uh, it's a hard industry to be in but uh the ones that don't give up the ones that just keep on uh believing in themselves even if they feel like no one else believes in you if you keep on and keep on eventually you're going to get that yes that you want to hear so desperately so the music industry has taught me a lot and it's made me a stronger person and i'm i I am just like i said i this is what i love i absolutely love music and I love the industry. So you have to take the good and the bad that comes with it if that's what you Ab- want to do. Absolutely. And I'm one of those people that that I love seeing people succeed. Uh, there's nothing more in, in this world that um, that I love than seeing people succeed. And uh, and and going back to to uh, why I started this podcast. Uh, 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 it it absolutely uh, it warms my heart when I see like like a former guest get nominated for a big award or whatever. You know, I'm like I'm like uh, th- uh, uh, um, that person. Uh, I've been on my show before, and I'm just so proud of them. You know, and because you helped them get there, you know. So that, I mean, that has to be so rewarding for you. It's. It's like I said, uh, and like you've been saying, uh, there's absolutely nothing in this world that I'd rather be doing than uh, hosting this podcast. Absolutely nothing. And you have a great podcast. It's wonderful to listen to, and I'm just so excited to be on it because uh, you you seem like such a sweet person. You really do, and um, you have a great show. So keep on keeping on. <laughs> well. I appreciate that, and uh, and uh, uh, um, this is probably um, 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 the last question I've got for you. Uh, as a uh, as a creative person, what inspires or or uh, motivates you? You know what motivates me and inspires me is seeing people in the industry that I've known for a while 
seeing them succeed, I don't know why, but it really does inspire me. Like I have a lot of friends in the industry that I've known when they first started out, and now they're literally on stage at CMAs accepting awards. Like to me, that is so inspiring and so motivating for me. Uh, so that that is what just keeps me going because I've I've seen firsthand that it's possible to make it. It is possible to get the dream that you want so badly, you know. So that is what motivates me is my little, my circle of friends. We all kind of hype each other up in the industry and push each other and support each other. And really, that really keeps me going. That really inspires me. Uh, uh, I won't name names, but uh, but there's uh, um, there's somebody in the industry that, that that I've been friends with for a few years, and they were on the podcast about uh, 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 three or four months before they signed their 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 uh, uh, major record deal. Um, and this has been probably four or five years ago now, but uh, when they got their first number one, I might have cried like a baby. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> I mean that is I mean isn't that a great story though that's amazing to know that they were you know sitting on you know talking on this podcast and the next thing you know they've made it I mean that's just an amazing story and I'm sitting there I'm like uh I highly doubt it but uh, but I told myself I'm like I probably cried as much as they did <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet but it, it makes you feel so good when you see people you've helped or worked with really succeed because you you already know their struggles and what they've been through. So it's like you almost feel like you had some kind of part in it just because you were there supporting them, you know. So it makes right. you feel good. Right. And and while I'm not in the industry as an artist, I do understand the grind. I mean, I've seen the ups, I've seen the downs, I've seen I've I've pretty much seen it all uh, uh, via social media, and 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 alluding to uh, what you were saying earlier, I think the music industry is one of the toughest, if not the toughest, businesses to crack. Yeah, it's it's it really is tough. You know, it'll it'll beat you down, but then the next thing you know, uh, you'll get great news and be. On top of the world again. <laughs> you know, so. Absolutely, and it's like it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> Absolutely, and that reminds me of I always equate moments with with uh, songs and song lyrics, whatever you know. Uh, 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 Charles Kelly's "Leaving Nashville." That's got to be uh, like uh, like a uh, probably uh, 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 the perfect description of Nashville. Your your uh, even that. Uh, go ahead. Anyway. No, go ahead. No, uh, I was just gonna say uh, uh, that uh, uh, sitting in your car, uh, um, uh, 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 beating yourself up because cause you got to know. I mean, uh, and and you're a couple months away away from actually living in your car because you 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 um, um, can't make rent. That that is like the uh, the most grueling song ever, you know. 
It is. I was going to say, have you heard the um, also that, well, Mary Morris, she came out with, you know, I think it's called Driving Circles Around This Town. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the I same. And then, uh, you know, what's that one that Luke Combs does also as well? I do that, admit. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that one I gets me. That one gets that. me every time. I me, too. The first I time I like, heard that. He captured everything in that song that I think every person pursuing this dream feels. He captured everything in that song that we all feel. And it was just like, wow. Just that, when I first heard, heard him do that hit. song on uh, – when I first heard, heard him do that song on the CMA Awards and that first line said, said um, someone asked me once in an interview, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? My ears perked up. I'm like – that's pretty much the same thing I ask I ask people on the podcast. What would you be doing if you weren't doing this? So I'm like, and wow. I bet we all say the same thing. I bet we all say, I really can't imagine doing anything other than this. I bet we all say it because that's how much we love it. Pretty much. Now, uh, now, um, um, in the next maybe maybe uh, two or three minutes, uh, uh, I just kind of wanna wanna uh, uh, shoot the ball with you. Uh, 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 now, <laughs> I, I've never been to to a South Carolina. I, I've always wanted to go, but I've never been. I've been to oh, beautiful. I've been to uh, uh, North Carolina, but but I've never been to South Carolina. And that's one of those uh, that's one of those uh, uh, bucket list dates for me. I've been to probably thirty or thirty two. States in this country, and I've seen most of it, but I've never seen South Carolina. Well, it's beautiful, and if you ever get a chance to come here, of course you got to go to Charleston because that's a beautiful mm. beach there. And oh my gosh, it just is. I, you know, I don't live in Charleston, but I'm pretty close to it, and I just I try to even take day trips there occasionally just to unwind because it's just so beautiful there it, it truly is the people are just so nice and um it has a great vibe down there it's it's beautiful you would love it i've always heard heard uh, uh charleston's gorgeous so 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 that's it definitely is. going on the bucket list that's definitely going on the bucket list you need to come down here when um i believe darius rucker is having this big festival in Charleston, the mm-hmm. music festival. That's when you mm-hmm. need to come to Charleston, so you can attend that big music festival as well. Absolutely. And and fun fact, uh, I don't tell uh, many people this, but but um, even though I live so close to Nashville, I've never been to CMA Fest. Oh my goodness! You've got to do that this year. I've it's never been. It's, got to go. Uh, you have to. And, it's a wonderful experience. And what's even worse is is I have family that lives about probably twenty minutes from downtown, uh, so I could easily have have a couch to crash on. Even though I've never been, I've never been to CMA. Fest, and you know, you know, I mean, some of those stages, they're you know, you they're free stages and free entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have got to get there. It, I mean, I'm serious. Uh, it is the funnest experience ever. Um. Uh, I'll get if there you one make of these it, days. you tell me. 
if you it make it, you better years, tell I'll me because I'm gonna come say hello. I'll come say hello to you if you make it down there because it it's fun. Absolutely, and and I love that downtown Broadway area anyway. Uh, I haven't been since the, uh, since they put it in the new uh, uh, Fifth and Broadway thing. I hadn't been since they've they've uh, pretty oh, much rearranged it all. Well, that's one of my favorite places. I will go to Fifth and Broadway and just chill out over there. I I love it. I really do. Fifth and Broadway has it's just it's a cool. Uh, it just has like shops and a great vibe, great restaurants, mm-hmm. and they had an assembly food hall. I mean, it's really cool. I really I'll, love Fifth and Broadway. Um, as a matter of fact, I haven't been to Nashville since probably twenty nineteen, which is weird. <laughs> Well, it's never too late to get back out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, um, um, this has been so much fun, Becca. Oh, it has. Thank you again. I really have enjoyed speaking with you, and you put a smile on my face today. So thank you for our time together. Absolutely. Uh, and 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 you've always got uh, an open invitation back to the show anytime um, um, that you want to come back on. Well, I will take you up on that, definitely. We've got a lot happening. We've got new music coming out and everything, so I will definitely take that up, take you up on that. Uh, uh, I did want to ask, too, about the new music. Uh, uh, um, Is there a uh, release date for that? Uh, we have. I just released a song called "Like You've Never Been Loved." That came out about mm-hmm. two weeks ago. But I am super excited about this new song. It's called "How It All Went Down." I'll have a single coming out. It will come out the end of June, and then right after that, it's leading up to my EP, which will drop in July. So July or August. Yeah. So I am beyond excited. This is. I've worked so hard and just put my heart. And soul in this, so uh, we'll definitely have to talk about that once that hits. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, and like I said earlier, uh, if there's ever anything I can do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Well, thank you. And like I said, the same goes for you. I really do appreciate your support. Awesome. Uh, so I think I'm going to uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening, but it's been it's been so much fun getting to uh, uh, talk with you. Well, thank you. Uh, the feeling is definitely mutual. It was great speaking with you. So you have a wonderful afternoon as well. Absolutely, and 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 I still say we're 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 separated at birth. I still say that. <laughs> I feel like it. We got some kind of connection. I can feel it. <laughs> All right, Becca. I'll I'll let you go, and I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Have a wonderful afternoon. Bye. All right. All right you too. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with um, the lovely Miss uh, Becca Bowen. Uh, slight schedule change for next week. Well, it's not a schedule change, it's a time change. Um, next Tuesday at uh, 5 p.m. Central, we welcome the incredibly talented Miss uh, Brianna Faith to the show. So I think with that, I think I'm going to um, end the episode right now. Uh, you've been listening to uh, uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.